suit. They had to redo the suit, you know, or film him, you know, from, you know, shoulder up because he, he gained so much weight. You know, he just didn't care anymore. And, you know, it's, it sucks, man. I, I've never had to deal with a divorce, but the mental stress of a divorce, especially if you have children involved, I, I can't I can't even fathom, you know, what that has to be. And usually a lot of times for most people, they're out as drinking and he can't drink being an alcoholic. And, you know, and then after all that shit and dealing with that shit, you show up to work and now your boss is depressed because his daughter died, committed suicide. I mean, the worst kind of death you could think of. It's not even like a freak accident. She literally took her life. So, you know, that's weighing down on him. And then you got Josh Whedon, right? Who, who's like, you know, Flash put your, your face up uh, Gal Gadot's skirt in her ass. You know, just, just doing the weird <laughs> shit for whatever, you know, Whedon wants to do, right? Just the weird shit. So, I, I, I understand. I understand. I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist, yeah. I'm for, I'm for female rights now. Like that skirt up. Yeah. Put your face in Wonder Woman's titties. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. Girl power. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking weeder. Welcome, everybody. To another episode of Shoot the Shit. We are back two weeks in a row with the live streams here on twitch.tv slash ARNGM. We are back with another episode. I hope you enjoyed those who are listening on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. I think it was one of our best. And with me, as always, uh, my partner in crime, Mr. Two Beards. Thank you for finally showing up on time. What's up, sir? Oh, we don't have to. Ha. Ha, there he is. <laughs> there he is. I'm the music oh. intro's music. He's not in chat. I'm like, oh man, here we go. We're gonna have to start this off with with nobody. Uh, top top of the show. I want to first say and give the proper respect. So let's let's replay something that was not played because we were doing our intro. Let's do it one more time. One time for the two time. And that, there you go, is our our sub alert for Mega Diesel in chat, giving us and supporting us for 24 months, man. That's two years. Two Props, long years. Thank you, brother, for the love and the support. Welcome back in chat. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We just wanted to give it one more time. Uh, definitely, you know, play that one time in chat. Beers, we are back. How are you feeling, sir? I'm feeling great. You sure you feeling? As always. You, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I, I heard you were down, sir, for like the count for a bit. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to make the show. <laughs> and no, folks, it was not COVID, even though it was for COVID. It wasn't COVID. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. Good, 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 good. <clears throat> good. And Mega says, uh, don't bite a hand that feeds you. You guys are excellent. He said, nah, you guys are excellent. He was just playing around. <laughs> playing around, playing around. But yeah, we're back for another Bless week. Mega. <clears throat> Always. Back for another week. Um, dude, this is... It's been so long since we've done this. I, I don't even remember how to host or even how to do this. 
Uh, <laughs> it comes, I'm thinking, like, crap, what's the normal agenda of stuff that we usually transition <laughs> into? But normally it's our, it's our monologue, which falls to me. Unfortunately, I didn't come up with a monologue. So um, <clears throat> I'm just going to tell you guys a little story. I, I think right. usually stories are the best things uh, to go by. And um, and I, I don't want to go into the uh, thing of mental health. I, I often talk about mental health and how important it is for um, people, especially uh, people of color who are born and bred differently. And when it comes to mental health, um, to look at it differently. But I, I'm, I'm going to still, I'm going to still um, tell a nice little story. Um, and basically the story, which story do I want to tell? Jeez, I'm, I'm trying to think of, I have so many of them. Oh, yeah, 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 I got one. I got a good one. I got a good one. Um, so one day I was coming home uh, from work like I normally do, but this time I think I worked a little bit later. And um, for whatever reason, I was getting off of the uh, expressway, highway, whatever you want to call it. And I was at a stoplight, and the guy runs into me. Actually, no, let's, we already told that story on this story. That was the first time. Let's do the the first time. So, when I was a kid, one day, um, I was going to a store. And uh, back in the day, when you were, when I was a kid, you could go to a store with like fifty cents and buy like five pieces, if not ten pieces of candy. You know, get a noun later for like five cents, uh, a couple of tootsie pops, you know, some uh, bubble yum. Um, you know, you could get all the good stuff. You know, I used to... to show your age, you know? Yeah, man, definitely show your age. <laughs> but um, my dad used to always tell me, he used to always say, dude, don't go on to... Um, and I'll tell the street. Uh, I mean, without knowledge of everything, but it's like, don't go to 32nd Street, ever. Right? My dad used to always tell me that, right? But, you know, me being a knucklehead, I hung out with my boys. We always walked that way. Uh, and we used to always go to this corner shop. And I remember my um, good friend at the time, um, Tai. Um, haven't talked to him since I was a kid, but um, we went and <laughs> we, we used to go all the time to the corner store, but one, it was like for a week or two, he like broke his arm or something and he wasn't in school. So I still was going down the normal route that you shouldn't be going down, <laughs> uh, not listening to the parents. And uh, I went to, got, I got my candy and then the guy was selling the donut. So, you know, being, uh, you know, kid, you can't put down the donut, you know, 15 cent donut, shit. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get that 15 cent donut, especially if you got a dollar. So, got the donut, came out, whole bunch of guys, you know, sitting, just sitting around the block, you know, they could be, you know, just hanging around, could have been dealing, you don't know what, you know, it's just kids being, you know, teens being teens at the time. And one dude's like, yo, little man, little man, why don't you break me off of that donut? Whoa. kids. What? Irv Gotti. Irv, man, I haven't talked to Irv in like, whoo, aged myself in the 90s. Welcome, man. Welcome. Thank you for the follow. Jeez, it's been, whew. yeah, man, it's, been, it's been forever. <laughs> Yo, blessings to you, man. Blessings. Welcome to the uh, stream. And definitely welcome, welcome. And he's, he's like, little man, break me off that donut. You know, me being the kid that I was at the time, you know. I ain't say nothing. I'm like, look, I'm like, what is this guy talking to me? Whatever. And I start to walk a little bit. Dude gets off of the fence and he walks up, he gets closer in front of me. He's like, yo, you ain't hear me, little man? Break me off of that donut. And I'm sitting there looking at him. I didn't say anything. Then he pulls back his shirt, goes to show me he has a gun, reaches for the gun. 
And he's like, don't let me have to tell you again, little man. Break me off of that donut. Me, seeing this, scared shitless, didn't do anything. And then one of his boys is in the back like, come on, man. You ain't going to shoot a kid over a donut. And he looks at his boy. He's like, nah, I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. Go ahead, little man. Um, long story short, I never went down 32nd Street again in my life. <laughs> Until I was a I lot much older. Um, but the big moral of the story is, uh, you know, listen to parents, listen to people who are wiser. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Um, people with age and knowledge, you know, they express it for a bit. Now, now, typically, you know, looking at things, you know, if I was with my friend or something, would the same shit happen or who knows, you know, you know, I, I don't know what the difference is, but point of, of the story, moral of the story basically is, you know, make sure, you know, you listen to parents, listen to, you know, whoever's giving that knowledge for those who are listening who might be younger. That's basically because you never know, right? Not listening is or or following instructions. It's the shit that winds up getting you killed, right? Um, especially in this uh, wonderful world where there's a virus that seems to want to wipe us all out and uh, people definitely do not want to listen at all <laughs> to anything. <laughs> and Megan chat says, laugh my ass all. Uh, welcome, GNS. Yo, GNS in chat. Welcome, man. Uh, he says, uh, keep your donut in the bag until you get home. Yeah, man. So, so for those who don't know, you know, 3-2 was, um, used to run with, and Mega might know this, used to run with a lot of different gangs. It was like two or three different gangs that ran around that, that area at the time. And being a kid, when I grew up, you know, I, I had no clue after this shit. I would walk over to a place, and my friend Tai, you know, he had friends, you know, his brothers were in gangs and shit. So, you know, a lot of this shit, you know, you never know what's going to happen to you, right? You walk up with the wrong person and they catch you. It's like, yo, yo, you know, but the point of the matter is when your parents tell you to do something, you should do something. If somebody tells you to do something, you should do something. That's the end of the story. That's the uh, that's the second time I almost got killed. <laughs> We've covered already two times on the story. Um, I think I have two more and a, a maybe with Mega, a maybe. So a fifth story about maybe could have happened with Mega. And Mega remembers that going into a bar. <laughs> Dude, drunk about his uh, his beer. But that's a story for another day uh, <laughs> that we'll talk about. Beers, welcome, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I know yeah, that's going to be an interesting story. I mean, are you sure that you were in trouble? I, I, I personally wouldn't threaten somebody of Mega's size. No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. We were just drinking at the bar, and it's no. And I don't want to give the area away, but basically, if you know the city, you 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 know it has problems, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's just it's just the normal bullshit that comes. It's like with me being on Thirty uh, Second Street. It's in the same city. It's just the normal gotcha. bullshit that comes with you know being in living in that area. You know, it's just normal okay. bullshit. Uh, you know, if you if people watch like the wire and shit, you know, you know the normal bullshit. If you want to deal with, you know, uh, you know, not you know, just normal shit. You know, shit you gotta deal with. And Mega says, Mega gives the actual place. And he says, never again. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun night. That was definitely a fun night. Yo, you ready to get into some of this foolishness tonight, man? Yeah, man. I got a question. You crack it open. I got a question for you, Beers. I know it's been a while, right? Now, you've you've been with your woman for quite some time, but do you remember your single time, your single days? Yeah. You do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, quick question for you. 
Okay. Like, did you do, like, weird shit when you had sex, man? <laughs> I know it's kind of weird, but I'm just asking you, like, 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 were you the kind of person that would, like, take hot sauce and fill it in your condom and shit? No, nothing like that. Nothing like that. <laughs> you said you got your own kinks, you'll keep them to yourself. I got you. Well, the first article we're covering, of course, is going towards Drake. And it's about how Amado basically is suing Drake or possibly going to sue Drake because Drake puts, you know, hot sauce in his condoms after he's done to kill the, you know, to take care of his little people. So we'll read real quickly from the actual article coming from Yahoo. It says Amado uh, may be filing this lawsuit against Drake after things got a little too spicy in the bedroom while chatting with too much heat. The Instagram model whose name wasn't revealed said that she had consensual intercourse with Drizzy a few weeks ago and when she tried to trap him, things went left. After they finished having intercourse, Drake went into the bathroom and disposed of the condom. The model then went into the bathroom and tried to impregnate herself with the sperm in the condom. And while trying to do so, she screamed after feeling a burning sensation. The sixth guy then told her that he puts hot sauce in the condom to kill sperm. And this latest Instagram post, Drake said, basically, you got your 15 minutes of fame. I'll take the other 23 hours and 45 minutes. Beards, weird as shit. First off, one... Do you think she actually has any leg to sue on? And two, and wait, wait, and two, <laughs> why do celebrities have to go through such fucking extremes? I'll leave it to you to, to give your side and then I'll go in. What's your thoughts? Well, like, um, the whole reason he does stuff, like, if this story is true, which which his reply back to it makes me think it's true, uh, the, re- the main reason he has to do stuff like that is because of the actions that she just tried to do. So like um like if your whole if your whole basis is to like try to uh to catch a check or by bringing a child into the world like like that's that's just dirty within its own self. So I don't think he's out of line if he feels this is the way he has to protect himself if he's having one night stands and he uh doesn't want any kids that he has to worry about people like fishing his condoms out of the trash and trying to use the sperm to impregnate themselves. That's pretty dirty. So yeah, uh I have. I think she has no grounds. If she can somehow find a lawyer that's crazy enough to take this case, like uh, I give him a metal tour, like the the intent and everything she's doing, everything she looks, everything is bad on her as far as this goes. And uh, catching up with comments, I kind of agree with Mega, who said, "Whoa, how's this his fault?" Um, and I agree with you, <laughs> Gina says, "Ayo, <laughs> Jack." But I agree with both of you, right? In the sentiments, right? Um, maybe I'm a horrible human being, but anytime I had a condom, I always flushed it. I never put it into a trash can uh, to leave it. I threw it in the toilet, flushed it. Maybe I'm killing the environment by doing that, or creating, you know, <laughs> mutant human hybrid babies in the sewers. Who knows? What the fuck? But <laughs> that's the way I used to dispose of it. But, um, I mean, he's in every right to do what he needs to do, right? And um, and for her to do something like that, I don't see how it's his fault because she's basically, at that point, she's not being forced to. He's not asking her to do those things. And she's choosing to grab something out of the trash, put it into her body. So I don't understand how it would be, you know, his... Um, his fault, but also wonder. I also wonder too. I guess does did they like when I was younger? They used to use spermicide. Did they find some kind of issue with that? I guess with it, so they don't no longer sell that kind of shit. You know where it it will the condom will be laced in it and it will kill your shit as soon as it you know you came out. It came out and shit. I don't know, Um, but 
I'm I'm with him, man. I I don't see how it's his fault. And, it would you know. be a different if like he did something crazy and like poured out pulled hot sauce out of nowhere while they was having sex and poured it in her shit or something like that. See, see, F1, we, when I first heard of it, that's what I thought it was. I thought he was on some, on some Richard Pryor shit. And for those who don't know where <laughs> Richard Pryor used to put coke on his shit while he was he was smashing girls. Um, but I used to, that's why at first when I heard the article, that's what I thought it was. Continue. Yeah, but I mean, like, no, you, like, um, that's against his consent, actually. Like, that's crazy that you're going to try to pull a a condom out of the trash and used it to try to get pregnant with. Mega says, yo, going to be rich. Hot, Hot sauce, sauce condoms. condoms. Yo. Put the patent out. You, <laughs> I, I think somebody's already beating you to that, Mega, um, already. Uh, let me let me, let me just show real quickly uh, for Mega so that he, he gets to see it real quick in chat. There you go, Mega. Trojan with Drake with that red hot. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> already beat you to it, Mega. Somebody already beat you into it. <laughs> ah, Herb says Texas Pete. Nuts. <laughs> Yo, I, I wouldn't be surprised, man, if, if like Trojan or Maximum or somebody tried to take, you know... Yeah, try to use it, you know, uh, hot sauce flavor condoms or some bullshit like that, man. I I, I can see some stupid foolishness like that, man. <laughs> I definitely can, man. That's some funny shit, man. Hot sauce, man. Out of all the things to put in your condom after you're done, hot sauce. You want to make sure there was no trace. No I, tell me about it, man. Tell me about it. That is crazy, crazy. So uh, next thing wasn't on our um, wasn't on our agenda, but I figure I put it on there real quick. So uh, Batgirl uh, came out. Leslie Grace, Batgirl first screenshot came uh, came out for I believe this is a movie still, right? It's still a uh, Bat Batgirl still a movie. It's no longer a series. Do you yeah, know? It's still a movie. Yeah, it's still a movie. Uh, supposed to be coming out this year. Um, uh, look at the outfit. It looks like classic Batgirl for me. I'll just go real quickly. I think it looks great. It looks amazing. The hair looks great. The outfit looks great. Leslie looks great in it. I, I mean, I had no complaints about it. It looks awesome. What are your thoughts? Oh yeah, it looks real good. It's the um, after she got her back repaired in like uh in the new uh rebooted um universe. This is the biker outfit that uh, Barbara Gordon was wearing for a bit. So like it's actually like a uh, uh, comic book accurate. Yeah, this is uh, more akin to like those who used to watch the series, like the cartoon series, like Batman animated series. Later on, when they got uh, Tim Drake and they started doing the Bat Family, this was more aligned to the uh, outfit she was wearing in that in that series when yeah. Bruce Timm was drawing her. Yeah. So yep, she yep like uh so both in a cartoon series, but also in the comic book. This is an actual outfit that she was wearing. So yeah, outfit looks good. Uh, they actually updated Michael Keaton's Batman outfit also. He he can actually move his neck now. So he, <laughs> he doesn't have to turn his whole body around. <laughs> so, like, uh, that and his new outfit actually looks pretty cool, too. So I can't wait to see it uh, on film. Now, as always, I just hope it's a, a good script and the action and everything is good. And, like, DC, I mean, well, AT&T, Warner. Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Next story is a little bit more uh, sad to hear. So, uh, legendary. When I say legendary, legendary. Pete Rock, man, suing Nas in his camp, man, over Illmatic. Uh, evidently, mm -hmm. uh, Pete Rock stating that there's royalties um, from the Illmatic, mainly for the world is yours. 
um, that he is due. Uh, going from the article, coming from page six, it says Rock and his attorneys claim that Queens rapper uh, Nasir Jones uh, signed a contract that will allow the producer a cut of the proceeds from the classic track The World Is Yours. A total that's now in, in the millions of dollars. Rock has writing credits on the tune. The only single in the 1994 LP to have gone gold, produced it, and even provided the vocals. So, yeah, man. So, it's, it's, it's sad to see this, man. You know, and I don't know, you know, if, where the control comes. I, I'm, I'm guessing, like, it comes to this and Nas, basically. goes to this camp and it's like, pay the man or don't pay the man. I, I don't think it's, like, something where it's, like, directly um, hitting Nas, right? Whoever manages all that stuff probably needs to cut the check. But um, real quickly, before I go to you, Beards, um, Gina says, run the chippers. Run <laughs> run is chippers. I mean his. Oh, what? Huh? Run, run, run his chips. Oh, run his run chips. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I was trying to read both comments. I'm like, wait, huh? But uh, what's your thoughts on this, man? Um, This is going to come off weird, yeah. especially to the uh, hip-hop heads in the audience right now. Uh-oh. I feel real weird about uh, Pete Rock these days. Um, wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 wait. I know you were going to say, feel, all right, I'll let you continue your thought now, Joe. I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. You feel <laughs> weird about P-Rock. Yeah, so it's like, um, I don't know the whole story behind everything and like how, how, how the legal inner workings go, but this is just, this is, once again, this is a know nothing opinion on everything. So the things that come off odd to me is that, this is an album that came out way back in the nineties and he's just deciding to go for uh, royalties. Now, the second thing is I want to know how that royalty contract works. If, um, Nas doesn't own Illmatic, Sony owns it. So part of me wonders if he tried to actually go after, if he tried to like, uh, get royalties from Sony and that didn't work. So now he's coming after Nas for it. Like, I, hmm. I just don't get it. It just seems strange. And this is the second time that Pete has done something weird. So, um, uh, what's the first Pete thing? And, what's the first thing for well, those Pete who are listening? And, Pete and Lupe uh, actually had a little run in, um, a couple, well, more than a couple years ago, I think around 2014. Um, uh, Lupe, uh, basically released a song called, uh, Around My Way, which is actually, it, it has the beat from, um, from, uh, Troy, uh, or reminisce over you like uh that song and oh like, yeah when uh when lupe dropped it pete rock put out this whole twitter uh rant about how he felt disrespected that that song was special and shouldn't have been a uh, mess with it should have been left alone and so lupe was like wait a second that's not how it went down he was like my crew actually reached out to your crew to actually get the blessing from you so we can actually do re uh do that the remake uh for that song and he's like even he's like what makes it even worse is I couldn't even do the remake from you because you don't own the song. He was like, everybody who was listening to the song, he's like, I had to remake it. I had to remake that beat myself using the same sample that he's he does not own. He was like, anybody can do that wow. beat because you just got to go back and get a, get the sample and just remake it yourself. So he was like, he like it bothers me this much that not only did you approve this, but I couldn't even do it the way I wanted to and collaborate with you because you didn't own that. I had to go out of my pocket, go back and like uh and uh get the sample and actually get an actual license sample to to do the song over again so like when you hear stuff like that that just makes him come off real iffy 
and gotcha. like, uh, gotcha. yeah, and this makes and then like this comes off sounding real weird. So now it's like I'm not sure. Yeah, at first, you know, um, well, let me read chat and then I'll tell you what my thoughts are real quickly. Irv says, hmm, "P Rock wants to cut up them Nas investment venture money." Laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I so I was different than you at first because I didn't know the history between Pete Rock and uh, Lupe. Um, I was looking, I was like, dude, you know, why is he still waiting for money off of Elmatic? <laughs> How yeah, long right? ago is it? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, just pay the man, right? That's the first thing I think of, right? When I think of Pete Rock, unfortunately, I go first to, to, to status, right? You know, first thing, of course, that comes to everybody's mind, you know, Pete Rock sales move, Troy. They reminisce over you, you know, amongst others. You know, it's 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 like the thing that's that comes to your head when you think about stuff like that. So, but now listening to it, I'm like, huh? <laughs> I didn't know he had all this shit going on. This may this may need a, a deeper dive, right? So, um, yep. my opinion has changed. I'm now aligning definitely more towards you. It's something I have to look into more now. I see. Uh, at least the way you're describing it, P Rock definitely uh, seems a little bit shady. You think it's a money thing where he's just out of money? He didn't invest, yeah, he didn't do everything, and he's just trying to, you know, get every dime he can <laughs> where he can. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he may just be in need for money. Damn. Damn. Okie dokie. So we're going to skip over that for one moment. And uh, Beards. Um, new trailer, man, for a TV show coming to Peacock. The the uh, TV show Bel Air, which is not the Prince of Bel Air, but is loosely, I guess you could say, based off of the characters of Prince of Bel Air. Uh, we covered this way, way, way back. Uh, me, mm-hmm. you, and GNS um, when we first went over about how they were talking about how Will Smith saw the, um, I guess you could say, the fan uh, made you know trailer. Uh, where they took a more serious tone to, you know, to Bel Air, and uh, Will Smith liked it. You know, he took it, he bought the rights to it, and I believe Peacock, Universal, Comcast, whatever you want to call them, are the ones who, you know, won over the rights to uh, stream and show the show. So uh, we get our first trailer. It's coming out, I believe, this year. A lot of mixed reviews uh, from a lot of people looking into it. What's your thoughts on uh, Bel Air? It looks real interesting. I'm actually, um, I didn't know how I was going to feel when I uh, first heard it was coming in the teaser. But after seeing this trailer, I'm very curious to see how it's going to come out. It looks real good so far. Okay, dope. Um, for me, I'm with you, right? I like it. Um, I looked at a lot of people's arguments. And when I look at shows and reboots, and we've we've argued over reboots many mm-hmm. a times <laughs> on this show. And I, I think... <sighs> So I, I don't know what people want when they look at reboots, right? I think this take of um, Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, whatever you want to call it, um, I at least from what I've seen from the trailer, I enjoy it, right? First off, we get a huge range of um, that basically black people, right? We're not getting, <laughs> we're not knocking out dark skin vid for the light skin model, <laughs> you know, you know, we're not getting the normal Hollywood shit. Um, I think that um, everything that it shows, um, it seems like Fresh Prince of Bel Air is 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 great in its own section, right? It, this show will never touch or change what Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was, right? And it was, you put it up there with the Cosby shows, you put it up there with, you know, Blackish, 
you know, as, you know, with some of the best and top, you know, you could say uh, black stories that not only black people will watch, but people of all different ethnicities will watch, right? The show, well, uh, it comes on freaking uh, Nick at night, right? So, you know, you know, outside of black people, there's a lot of, you know, white, Asian, a lot of people who are watching it. It's, it's a show that basically excels past basically ethnicity, right? It's something that even though you see a black person on the on the screen, still there are stories that at least they can relate to um, enough for them to watch and enjoy. You said something good too, like um, like this is uh, the like you saying that actually makes me think about how this is the best way to do a reboot of this type of show. Like you don't want to go one for one with comedy with yes. the original series. Yes. Like you will get you will get dusted and blown out of the water. Exactly. Like he's taking the um, the drama uh, approach. You get to still tell a familiar uh, story. But even though it's in a serious tone, you don't have to worry about trying to match up to the uh, brilliance of the original when it comes to that to that type of comedy. Like, imagine somebody trying to do a one-for-one with Martin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not going to work. You don't want to do that. Nope. So, and I think this, that's what's the most alarming thing with a lot of people, is that it's such a, a drastic difference from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that a lot of people are thrown off of it, right? I, I, I'm going to look at it at its own merits as his, as his own thing. Um, I don't know if many people ever saw the 4400, but they redid the 4400. I watched the original series again, and then I watched whatever they made on CW, at least the first four episodes. Totally different, right? I mean, it has the same premise of people disappear, they come back with powers. But the theme of it, the characters, everything is is just so 180 from the original, right um but i can find enjoyment out of it and it doesn't take away from the original so I, that's why i said i don't understand what people want out of the show like did they just want a kid who's going to act like will smith who does comedy and does the same thing like if you want that then let's do a continuation of the fresh prince you know with will smith and he has a son and you see all the things you know that's happening similar to what mm-hmm. they do with full house similar to what they do on peacock with say by the bell the next generation you know, do it that way. But if you're going to take a show and you're going to reboot it, give us something different. And I'm happy with it, man. I Like everything yeah. I've seen here, I enjoy it. I love the custom, the fashion, everything about it. Like it, it looks to me, it looks yeah. good. It looks good. The quality, the quality of the cinematography too. Yeah. 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 This does not look like a, your, your typical, um, like regular TV show. Like, uh, maybe like something, like a uh, high budgeted on like HBO Max or something like that, but like it, it's uh it's shot very well. So yeah, I heard something like um, which, <laughs> um it was like uh, someone said it was The Wire meets um, Friday Night Lights or no All American meets The Wire or something like that. That was one of the comparisons. I was like, huh. come on, man, come on, <laughs> stop it, stop There's it. Nothing- there was nothing stop about it. the there was nothing wiry in that trailer. <laughs> stop it! Stop you it! You see black people on this the wire, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And our 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 close to um our last we have two more stories, and then we're going to go um into um what we think in terms of rumors. But we have one last story to cover, um, and then we'll go into a little bit of gaming. And that is Ben Affleck, man. So uh, Los Angeles Times got a chance to talk to Ben Affleck. And uh, Ben, they asked Ben, they said um, they wanted to know 
you know, how was he, you know, basically, what what was his priorities, you know, how did things change after Batman versus Superman, the accountant, Live by Night, how he basically dropped out of Batman. For those who don't know, when Ben Affleck signed on for Batman versus Superman, he signed on a deal where not only he was going to do Batman versus Superman, he was going to star in Justice League, and then also he was going to direct and star in his own Batman movie. Um, at least coming from Affleck at the time, Affleck said he was a very, very huge fan of uh, Batman. Everybody laughed, of course, at the time. They're like, he's going to be horrible. He's going to be trash. And then Batman versus Superman came out, even though it wasn't the greatest movie. Um, his character in that movie was great. A lot of people loved his Batman, right? Even though it was a lot grittier and more violent. I mean, we guns and all shooting people. <laughs> you know, it's not the normal Batman, but like I said, movies are elseworld. You could, as long as it's still in the vein of the character, you could do whatever you want to do, you know, explore, yep. you know, whatever you want to explore. But um, a lot of people, I think, liked his that Batman, you know? Did you like his Batman, Beers? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. Outside of the... Uh... The ruthless killing you. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. So let's go into really, um, let's look at this one section of it that basically goes into it where he brings up the Justice League. And this basically talks into after Justice League, after Snyder unfortunately lost his daughter and dropped out, and then they got weed in in to come and do Justice League, everything started to shift, right? We started seeing like sad Affleck memes and you stopped hearing about them. And then all of a sudden now Matt Smith is directing it. He's saying he can't do direct and star and then now he's no longer starring in it you know there's a lot of stuff that came in so he this has been basically talking about that time frame afterwards he says it was it was really justice league that was the nadir for me that was a bad experience because of a confluence of things my own life my divorce being away too much the competing agendas and then director Zack snyder's personal tragedy Snyder's daughter Autumn died by suicide in 2017 and then the reshooting it was the worst experience it was awful it was everything that I didn't like about this that became the moment where I said I'm not doing this anymore it's not even about like if Justice League was so bad because it could have been anything. So basically, a lot of people look at this comment, they're like, oh, he basically Justice League killed, you know, his experience, which is not true. He's saying Justice League could have been great, but the whole experience of him going through his divorce, probably at the time he was dealing with alcoholism, um, shooting with Snyder, and then having personal relationship with Snyder only to have to deal with Snyder and this loss of his door, which he probably met through Snyder on that and then having to deal with Josh Whedon with the reshoots it was a lot of stuff that just culminated into such a bad thing that basically he had to step away from everything um, and it wasn't even about whether or not Justice League was good or bad um, it, it just basically it just ended everything so we do know that Ben Affleck is reprising his role as Batman in the uh, new Flash movie this will probably be the last time you ever see Ben Affleck, unfortunately, as Batman. Um, Beards, I don't know if you have the moment to talk, but what's your thoughts on all of this? Oh, yeah, it's very, uh, it is sad, just like you just said, like, um, it's completely understandable, though. It's one of the things where I used to ask when everybody is, like, um, doing their whole um, restore the, the Snyder Cut. And I'm like, has anybody actually asked Ben Affleck if he still wants to be Batman? 
they're like bring back Bat- Ben Affleck as Batman. Like, does does anybody know if he actually still wants to even do it? Exactly. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, he doesn't. So um, we'll get him in like one last time at Flashpoint, and everybody should be happy over that. But uh, reading the article, like everything, it it all makes sense. Like um, like going through those sort of experiences would put a bad taste in my mouth, also. And like, oh yeah, um, oh yeah. And it, and, and, they, it, and everybody makes Whedon sound like he's the biggest prick of all time. So um, everybody out there who doubted Ray Fisher needs to give him his flowers. Gene uh, <laughs> is still in chat, man. He's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Ray Fisher, man. <laughs> so like, uh, so Ray, Ray was, uh, Ray knew everything from the, from the jump. So like, um, another thing that struck out to me is him basically saying that he started being happier when he stopped chasing uh, these sort of roles and just started like taking more relaxed uh, stuff where he wasn't like the main character or the main attraction and everything like depended on him as the lead where he got to play a secondary character or a bad guy. Like it became more easier. Like it's like uh, less stressful and he actually more has more fun doing the job like uh, like the old days. So I'm glad he found this piece. I agree. Good stuff. I agree. He said, Ray, <laughs> Ray, Ray, is Ray is done. That good old GNS. He's done with WB. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, as, once again, like I said at the top of the show, I'm an advocate, you know, for mental health, right? Um, and I, I understand. You can see the difference in, in, in Ben during the two shootings of the both movies, Batman versus Superman versus Justice League. I don't know if you remember, but there was all these montages where they're showing like Ben was in the gym pulling tires and shit. He was like fully working out just to get in shape, you know, mm-hmm. to play Batman. And then by the time the Justice League came around, he he gained all this weight. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah. It was like fat man. It was like jokes about that and stuff. How we couldn't even fit in the suit. They had to redo the suit, you know, or film him, you know, from you know shoulder up because he he gained so much weight. You know, he just didn't care anymore. And you know, it's it sucks, man. I I've never had to deal with a divorce, but the mental stress of a divorce, especially if you have children involved. I, I can't I can't even fathom, you know, what that has to be. And usually a lot of times for most people they're out as drinking and he can't drink being an alcoholic. And you know, and then after all that shit and dealing with that shit, you show up to work and now your boss is depressed because his daughter died, committed suicide. I mean, the worst kind of death you could think of. It's not even like a freak accident. She literally took her life. So, you know, that's weighing down on and then you got Josh Whedon, right? Who who's like, you know, Flash, put your your face up uh, Gal Gadot's skirt in her ass. You know, just just doing weird <laughs> shit for whatever you know Whedon wants to do, right? Just the weird shit. So I I, I understand. I understand. I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. Yeah. Uh, I'm, for, I'm for female rights now. Like that skirt up. Yeah. Put your face in Wonder Woman's titties. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. Girl power. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking weeding. Uh, um, uh, but, 
Shit. Oh, man, I lost my train of thought there. Fucking weed. Um, oh, man. Yeah, you, I, I'm done, dude. I can't even, th- I lost you because you fucking weed. I lost my, oh, yeah, that's all right. So, yeah, so, you know, you got Warner Brothers coming to you, and then they're saying, as you were talking about the stress of it, they're like, okay, not only do we want you to produce this Batman, you have to star in this Batman, you have to be behind the camera, direct this Batman, so therefore you're going to be editing the whole movie, starring in it, you know, directing it, writing yeah, it. It's a lot of yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> shit, man. And when you go when you when you go through all that shit, you don't want to deal with that, man. So I understood that, you know, take a step back, say fuck it, I'm out, you know, get yourself right, and, you know, and then come back and do what you need to do to make yourself happy. Hell, he must have found Jennifer Lopez. I know he's been they they've been seen a lot. So yeah. who knows? Maybe he realized he was like, dude, what was that movie? Gully? What was that movie they made? Giggly or something. Giggly or Gigi, Gigi, Gigi. Maybe he'll make Gigi too now. You know, he can sit in the background. He can make Gigi too now. Yeah, he could. Uh, Mega says Ray at the bar still talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) He was Uber driver. (laughs) The person delivering his food. You bite into the ear. <laughs> Poor Ray Fisher, man. And the sad thing is, I think that kind of killed Ray Fisher's whole career, man. Yeah. I don't know if he's you're going to see him ever in anything else, man. But yeah, that's that's a damn shame, man. That's a damn shame. Anything else you want to put on bat on uh, Batfleck? No. Great Batman, though. Yeah, it's sad we never got to see an official movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, this one should be pretty quick. This is kind of weird, but. Uh, in the Bloomberg article, this is on Yahoo, it says that uh, Sony originally planned to discontinue the production of the PlayStation 4 in late years, but now, of course, Sony officially denies it, but now, however, due to the shortage of the chips required to produce PS5s, it has forced Sony to reconsider its original strategy, and so, therefore, with the PS4 components more readily available, the console less expensive for Sony to make and for customers to buy... In 2022, Sony's going to start producing and pushing out PS4s over PS5s due to shortages. Um, it's kind of crazy because the day that Sony announced this, Microsoft announced that the Xbox One series um, is pretty much dead. <laughs> They're not producing any more Xbox mm-hmm. Ones or Xbox One S's um, or Xbox One X's. They're not producing any more of them. Um, they're going to focus more on the series, uh, Xbox Series series, you know, of consoles. So, uh, Beards, I kind of find this funny, right? Because Sony's always the one to push down that the Generation. next gen starts here. We don't backtrack. We're once it comes out, we're just going to build up on that. And any games that are made for PS4, we'll make them. But our focus is PS5, 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 PS5. And now they can't make PS5, so now they're making PS4s. What's your thoughts on all this garbage? Uh, first thing off the bat, I want to say that like um, Microsoft with the Series S was a brilliant idea, especially for this type of thing that would that, that happened now. And like uh, while they're having trouble getting the X out, they're having less trouble getting the S out, and it's been able to fill that gap while people are waiting for um, the higher end consoles. The second thing I want to put out is that I was the Mickey Fax on this. 
all the way back from the beginning, I've been saying that this motherfucker like, just called himself the Mickey Facts. <laughs> yes, well, I was always. Wait, where's Royce? Here? Where's Royce? Yo, Joe, Joe Budden, <laughs> Mickey Facts here. <laughs> I was always, I was always here on this. I was always right on it. I said that Jim Ryan is running PlayStation very, very weird. Like he's saying one thing but doing something else. I said that they were going to follow. Um, Xbox and do a same slow conversion of having their first run of next generation games be cross-gen on the older system as well, because it doesn't make sense to leave all those users who already have the system uh, available. I also put out, I also, and they did that. I also said that PlayStation is going to move the, the, to putting games out on PC because uh, the exclusive game doesn't matter that much because they're leaving too much money off the, uh, uh, on the table. And right after that, they did that as well. So I think this is just another move of them um, saying one thing and and uh, doing the other. Interesting. I find this I find this just laughable. You know, you're you're pushing all, one thing and you don't even have enough, you know, supply to reach the demand. You don't even have enough of the ingredients to even even make mm-hmm. supply <laughs> for the demand. Yeah, it's like so, it's weird. It's like why even talk like that? Exactly. Kind of like you can you can actually have everything put together. And you knew like, beforehand uh, that there was going to be ship shortages and so forth. You should have changed your whole gameplay and moved everything around. Yeah. Beforehand, like right from twenty, what what did it come out? Twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I think you sh- you should have shipped around and changed. You know, uh, you know your game plan from that standpoint. But you know, if Sony's going to do what Sony's does, it doesn't matter. People are going to wait for it. People are going to buy the, a PlayStation Four who don't who don't have one or keep their own and then buy a PS Five. It doesn't matter. Sony fans are loyal. Uh, when it comes down to it, they're they're loyal. Yeah. They're going to do whatever but, they want to do. Are they sell, like um, like Irv actually says that they uh they jacked up the price already. Interesting. So are they are they actually selling these uh these old consoles at the original price now? That would be fucked up if they are. Yeah, that would be super fucked up. And here's the thing: there's a lot of parents who don't understand. They just know their kid wants a PlayStation, and they'll buy a PlayStation. And they'll be like, oh. Give me the PlayStation at like four ninety nine. They'll buy. Oh, okay, I'll buy that PlayStation four at four ninety nine. That PlayStation Pro four at four ninety nine or some stupid shit like that. Mm. Not even knowing, thinking they're getting their kid a PlayStation five. <sighs> Sony, hey, man, they do some shady, they do some shady ass shit, man. Yep. Yep. Nothing new. Nothing new. Nope. All right, sir. You ready to talk some rumors? You're all right. So for for folks listening. I don't know how long this will be. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll I'll pause and I'll tell you at this point you need to fast forward time. Um, for those listening to the podcast who want to escape the uh, rumors. But we're about to talk <laughs> multitude multiverse of madness. Doctor Strange Multi- 2. <laughs> multitude of I know, madness. I know, I know, multitude. <laughs> multiverse of madness. Doctor Strange 2. We're going to talk rumors and what we think we're going to get out of it. So, um, first thing is there's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of stuff. We don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to real quickly go through 15 rumors that people think are going to happen in the movie. Um, Beards, you tell me what you think the likelihood of of all (laughs) these things are. Uh, Nightmare will be the primary antagonist. We know Nightmare is in the movie, at least from the earlier versions we know he's in the movie. Do you think he's going to be the main antagonist or do you think it's going to be Scarlet Witch? I think it'll be Scarlet Witch. Okay. Uh, number two, the multiverse is a result of the events of WandaVision. 
We don't know what it's going to be. Um, a lot of people think it's because of Spider-Man, but who knows? It might be because of uh, Multiverse. It might be because of WandaVision. Or, in all cases, it may be another Doctor Strange who causes this, right? It may not be our <laughs> Doctor Strange. What do you think? Do you, do you think that WandaVision is going to have anything to do with the multiverse? I think it's going to be... Um... I think it's going to be a uh, a mixture of all three events that's happened so far. Okay. So I think it's going to have to do with WandaVision, Loki, Loki yep. and, um, and Spider-Man. Okay. Um, it will turn Monica Rambeau into Photon. Do you think we're going to see Rambeau? And you think she's going to be Photon in this movie? No, I think we'll see her as Photon in Marvels. Yeah, it makes more sense. I agree with you there. Uh, the animated What If series will, be, will expand ideas from this movie. Do you, so do you think that this movie will be basically the focal point of the next season of What If? I think that's a big possibility. I think, we'll, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a big possibility. I agree. A lot of us are thinking that the other evil Doctor Strange is from the What If episode. Not confirmed. We don't know who it is. You know, mm-hmm. I heard a theory that um, it's the Doctor Strange that actually is the servant of Dormammu um, as a theory, um, which is pretty interesting to think about. Um, Wanda's fate will be a major discussion point. I agree. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think Wanda's going to be a major f- uh, fate. Do you think that we're going to see uh, Marvel zombies? That they're going to go into a reality where we actually get the Marvel zombies? Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't think so, but that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a nice setup since they're getting the they're actually getting their own uh, Disney Plus series. So I thought it was going to all be spawned from What If, but. No, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying that it's yeah. another way to hype it up. Oh, no, I agree. Uh, I agree. Popular. I'm just saying my point. I think it's just going to all come from what if. Um, it will introduce a new love interest for Doctor Strange. I don't know. I, I kind of think so. A lot of people are thinking that. Um, I forget what this girl's name is, but um, uh, we already know that they can't be together. But supposedly there's a version of her that a lot of people are thinking is going to be Clea um, from the comics. So um, that's why they're thinking a new love interest. Um, I think they, I think it will. Most of these shows usually there's usually a love interest. Doctor Strange will temporarily become evil. What do you think? Um, it's a possibility if he has to absorb dark energies, but I don't think he'll be evil in this movie. I don't think he's going to be evil. I think we're going to see a variant of him that is evil. I don't think yep. he would be evil. Uh, more sanctums will be visited. I think that's a, a definite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Um, Miss America, uh, Miss America will show up. This is pretty much confirmed. We yeah, already know. Sorry, we already know. <laughs> like, so yeah, this is probably an older, older thing. That's why I'm going over it. Okay. Um, Keanu Reeves will have a role in the film. We know Keanu has been talking to Marvel about a role. We know Feige wants him in the role. Do you think this is the movie that they bring no. in Keanu Reeves? No. Okay. Um, Brother Voodoo will be an important character. Was he Brother Voodoo in, like, the original version of it? I don't think he's in this one, right? I thought he was in the Scott Derrickson version. I don't think he's... I don't know if he's still in the Raimi version. Yeah, I still don't know if he's in this as well. So I have no idea. Uh, I mean, this would be the best place to to premiere his character if they're going to do it, but I have no idea. Okay. Um, there will be numerous villains. I agree to that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are thinking Agatha Harkness is going to show up. Shuma Garaf. Everybody's looking at Shuma Garaf. Uh, nightmare and everything. Uh, Doctor Strange will assemble a super team of sorcerers to navigate the multiverse. I agree with this one. That I, makes sense. I think he's going to make a. He's going to have basically a multi-two team. And then, last but not least, 
many A-list actors are being uh, pursued for Nightmare. Um, a lot of people are thinking sense. that uh, James McAvoy, Ava Green, Emily Blunt, like a lot of big actors. No one knows who's going to be playing Nightmare if he is in it. But here's the main part where we're going to get into. So supposedly, and I, I tell you guys, leave now or mute the stream for for <laughs> for at least like ten minutes after you after I'm done talking. But supposedly, in the stream, that we're supposed to be getting um, some major characters. This movie is supposed to introduce the comic version of the Illuminati, um, and we're supposed to be getting some major cameos. Are you ready for those to see those cameo spirits? Yep. So here's a list of rumored cameos. We're supposed to get Iron Man, but it's going to be Tom Cruise who originally was supposed to play Iron Man. We're supposed to get Nicolas Cage. Supposedly, there's a big fight. They think everybody's down, and then out of nowhere, Nicolas Cage comes in and reprises his role as Ghost Rider in there. We're supposed to get a scene of supposedly Ian McKellar, Magneto, talking to Scarlet Witch. We're supposed to get uh, Eden uh, Grumford from the original Fantastic Four as part of the Illuminati. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is supposed to be in it. Storm, supposedly, that's been very big that Storm's supposed to be in it, making a cameo. Same thing for Marsden. Patrick Stewart, of course, being part of the Illuminati. Wesley Snipes' Blade is supposed to be in it in the last fight sequence. Tobey Maguire, Edward Norton, Bruce Banner, and then Thomas Jane Punisher. So these are all the crazy cameos that we're supposed to be getting in this movie, which makes sense because this Marvel knows after Spider-Man Far From Home, they know that Avenger money movies make big money. Yeah, that fan service really fan uh, service some big bucks. Literally makes big bucks. And if you if you put in a trailer and they see somebody like Ghost Rider or Ian McKellar's Patrick Stewart in the trailer, they know people will flood. It don't matter if COVID, it don't matter if bubonic plague, people will flood to the movie theaters <laughs> to go see this. So I want you, you beards, to tell me, look at this list, tell me mm-hmm. what if anybody from the list who you think will from this list is gonna be in it. And then I want you to give me a list of your definites that you think will come in as cameos in this movie. I do think uh, this Tom Cruise, Tony Stark thing is going to happen. I've been hearing about it way, way too much from way too many sources. Uh, I do think the Hugh Jackman uh, appearance is going to happen. I do think the Blade appearance is going to happen. Interesting. Uh, Blade. And I keep hearing a lot of stuff on the on um, on the Thomas Jane Punisher as well. So like that's a that's a. I've not uh, heard anything on Thomas Jane Punisher. It's weird. So I don't think they're gonna do um, Nicholas Cage Ghost Rider. Uh, well, Ghost Rider may show up, but I don't think it's gonna be Nicholas Cage. They're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna do um, Holly Berry Storm because she's super unpopular. And um, those are out of the people who are all there. Those are the ones that I think will uh, show up. I can't see them doing uh, the Edward Norton, Norton Bruce Banner because. Him and uh, Mark Ruffalo's uh, Hawk are basically the same character, almost. Yeah, you could, but I, I, I just don't see them. I, I can't see them doing it, especially since their their timelines is that much merged together. Okay. Like if they're if they're gonna bring in um, what's homie's name, uh, from the the first Hawk. Uh, oh God, not Eric Bana. Yeah, the, Eric the Bana. worst, the worst Star Trek <laughs> villain of all time. 
Nero. Continue. Yeah, if you, if they if they do him, that that would actually make that would actually make sense because that uh, those two hawks different uh, so much. But uh, yeah, those um, out of that list that's shown right there, those are the ones that I can see showing up. Um, I think personally, we're going to get like um, we're going to get some of the X Men. We're going to have like uh, the whole playing around with the Quicksilver thing that's going to be paid off in this. Uh, we are going to get we're going to get the Fantastic Four, and uh, we're going to get Captain Britain, but not not a uh, Psylocke's brother, but Captain Carter, excuse me. We're going to get Captain. We're going to get the live action version of Captain Carter, and uh, I think that's, I think that's it for who I'm. I'm sure is going to show up in it. Okay, and uh, let me real quickly because there's been a lot of chat and we've been talking. I haven't caught up with this yet. So uh, real quickly, um, uh, Gina said, "I Agatha." Uh, Herb <laughs> said, "I support no Nicholas Cage fuckery." Gina, <laughs> 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 that's what says. Stop it. Um, and then Mega, when Mega said, because I muted it, Gina said, You broke it, bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, New York fans. Um, uh, replace Nicholas Cage with Dolomite Earth says, <laughs> Gina hey. says, I'm cheating, I'm chilling. <laughs> Dolomite, that would be funny. Um, <laughs> I think from this list, I think you want to get Tom Cruise. I think you are going to get Nicolas Cage, Ghost Rider. Um, I think you're going to get Ian McKellett and Patrick Stewart because I think um, you're going to get um, Mr. Fantastic, Patrick Stewart, and then uh, somebody else. Um, maybe Blade or maybe... No, actually, I think you're going to get Tom Cruise, Patrick Stewart, Mr. Fantastic, and somebody else. Um, that's going to be the Illuminati scene uh, with the Illuminati characters. And I think whoever you see in these universes, a lot of them are going to probably die. <laughs> um, so they can't come close back. Off those, uh, close, close off those paychecks. Yeah, close right? off those paychecks. What's I, the chances you get a? What's the chances you get McAvoy and Fastbender? Well, of, that's uh, what I was going to get to. I was going to get to. I think you are going to get McAvoy and Fastbender. But let me get to that real quick. Um, that's my other list. Um, from this list, I don't think about Thomas Jane. I don't think so. Edward, no. I keep hearing way too much about Toby being in it. Um, I think Toby will be in it. Blade, I don't see. <clears throat> Hugh Jackman, I would love to see Hugh Jackman, but I think he's really done. Um, actually, no. No, I apologize. I'm going to pull Hugh Jackman for another person, and I'll come back to that. And, uh, yeah, I think you are going to get uh, Marston and Cyclops. and You're going to get Marston and Storm in the scene. Um, with Professor X for like a fight sequence or whatever, they're going to come in and do something. Mm -hmm. For the people who I think that you're definitely going to see um, in there that's not on the list, I think you're going to get um, you're going to get the uh, three people from Loki. So you're going to see Loki. You're going to see female Loki. You're going to see um, Will uh, Owen Wilson. I think you're going to get them. I think one definite you're going to get is definitely like definite definite. I will put money on it is that you're going to get um, Deadpool because I think Deadpool, this is going to be way Deadpool comes back to from his universe to this universe, which is with Deadpool, I think that's where you get the uh, McAvoy and the um, Fassbender cameo since he's uh. technically in that universe. I think Deadpool definitely is going to be in it. Um, uh, if there's anybody else, I think they're going to do... I think they're going to do um, 
I think they're going to do an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing um, where you do see a couple of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters um, from it uh, where you go into a universe and you still have the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And um, aside from that, I think that's pretty much it unless they want to really play around with um, some of the older Marvel stuff. Like, I know it would be really cool. I would love to see if he goes into the universe and he's literally turned into a cartoon and it's literally Fox Kids X-Men. That would be great. I, I, that's something I would love to see. I would love to see that. Yeah, if they could pull that off, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think that would be freaking amazing. Um, uh, Gina says, random thought, I'm pissed about the Batman being PG-13. That's a good question. We, we never talked about that. We could talk about that in a second after this. That's actually a very good um, thing to talk about. Um, anything else you want to add to this in terms of Doctor Strange? What do you think cameos? Do you think we're going to get Uatu? Or you think we're going to get anything from What If? Maybe Uatu, it's a possibility. Ultron. We can get the Watcher in there. Okay. You already put Peggy Carter from the series in there. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think, I think Deadpool, if I had to make a money on anybody, I think Deadpool is probably the one thing. I want to see the Fantastic Four, but I, I, for some reason, I think we're not going to get Fantastic Four until uh, Ant-Man. That makes sense also. I think that's when we'll get the uh, the Fantastic Four. But I think we'll get Fantastic Four, old school Fantastic Four in this movie. I'm asking Cameo. But um, yeah, real quickly, since GNS, before we go to our What the Fuck of the Week, GNS brought this up. Uh, how do you feel about Batman being PG-13 in terms of rating? Uh, I'm one of those people who were like, I don't think PG-13 ruins movies. Okay. I think it, it ruined yeah, Venom, it, uh... but let's continue. I think the uh, what ruined what ruined Venom was the creative, not uh, not it being PG thirteen. So like, um, I feel that I feel that like uh, it it causes the creative to actually work harder to work outside of the box. Like sometimes you don't always get the best. Like when you when you actually let the let creative run wild and do what they want. Like being rated R doesn't mean you're going to get the best things out of it. Uh, for example, did you uh, the GNS? Did you like the uh, the Punisher uh, Warzone movie? If you're actually still in chat, what you got out of the Punisher Warzone movie was somebody doing parkour and getting hit with a rocket launcher. That, that's what your rated R got you. So, like, um, I, I can't say that you're always going to get a. I, I, I can't say that you're. No, creative ruined Venom, sir. <laughs> uh, let me. Can I? Can I take a? Can I take a stab at yeah, this yeah. too? Um, yeah, knock it up. I, I I don't think um the so at first when I was thinking about the Batman being PG. Like, I, it's, I, don't, I can't think of any rated R movies, right? Like, the one of the dark... Like, we had The Dark Knight, which is considered, like, to most people, being one of the best Batman movies. And that was mm-hmm. PG-13, right? With the Joker. Yep. And that was following as hell. And it was still mm-hmm. PG-13. Um, I think that um, as long as they're not cutting out the brutality, I, I think it, it's, it's mainly the blood, right? So you can still have Batman be brutal and vicious. And you just still don't have put blood, blood in PG-13. it. PG-13. Yeah, you can put it in something, yeah. but you just can't have it. Can't be like over the top, right? So I don't think that um, I don't think that the PG thirteen really hurts Batman. I think if I think if you look at most Batman's, I think they all were like PG thirteen, right? Yep. Was there a rated R one? Maybe maybe from the um, was the eighty nine version that was PG thirteen still, right? The one yep. um, with um, Vulture. I can't even think of his name. I have his face. I can't even think of his name talking about the penguin yeah 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 that one 
I believe it was. Yeah, both of them were. Well, the nineteen eighty nine one was the original one, I believe. That mm-hmm. one, I believe, was PG thirteen. But both of them, both of them, that he directed were both PG thirteen, I believe. So, yeah, I, yeah, you no, know she, I mean? she can still have violence. She's like I said. Look at the Dark Knight. It's PG thirteen. It has tons of violence. I mean, the Joker puts a pencil through a guy's eye. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's still violence in it, um, is, and it's PG thirteen. So you can't say no violence. In I mean, it. if you just want them to add like more, if you just want them to add uh, more cursing words and maybe some racial slurs and some sex scenes to get that rated R stamp of approval. Other than that, I I don't know what else you're gonna get out of it unless you want like a really gory kill of uh of uh people being skinned and you want it to turn into gore porn. Batman is really interesting because it's one of those at least the DC movie products, not the cartoons, but the DC movie products is is, is PG. <laughs> we'll get to that comment. Well, it's PG thirteen, right? So that you can get the uh-huh. kids into it, but it's still very adult and graphic, right? It's is like it's a movie that's not made for kids, but it's still put it in the realm for kids to go see. You can understand what I'm saying? It's, it's really weird. And uh, GNS, of course, he said no violence, but he says it's all about that gratuitous violence to go along with the tone, sir. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I had no problems with it being PG-13. In fact, I was I was suspecting it to be PG-13. Same I don't think here. we're going to see a rated R. Like, what, like when you look at um, Harley Quinn and the Magnificent, whatever, long title, like, what did rated R really do for Harley Quinn, right? Suicide Squad, it makes sense because it's James Gunn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> James Gunn is going to give you all kinds of, you know, gore porn. That's James Gunn. So Suicide Squad rated R makes sense. <laughs> but um, like for the Harley Quinn movie, that could have been PG-13. It didn't have to be rated R. We good, GNS. <laughs> he said, I'm not doing this with two beers. So I got you. <laughs> oh, all right. You you in, you ready for that? What the fuck of the week, sir? I certainly am. I think most of the people in chat already heard about it. But for those who are listening, if you're especially out of the States, uh, you'll have fun with this what the fuck of the week. Uh, <clears throat> it does not come from Florida. Instead, it comes from Los Angeles. And uh, I'm going to read the title to let you know. LAPD officer fired for catching a Snorlax instead of a burglar denied appeal. That's right. We're going to go through this article real quick. Two LAPD officers who were fired from their jobs in 2017 for playing Pokemon Go while on duty have had their appeal for reinstatement denied by the California judge. The officer's squad car camera showed the two officers, Luis Lozano and Eric Mitchell, ignored a request for backup to play the game. According to the court documents, the pair were stationed near a robbery in progress. And after the responding officers put out a call for backup, Lorenzo Mitchell seemingly ignored the call and left the area. When asked later why they hadn't responded to the call, the two officers said they were in the loud area and couldn't hear the radio. Lorenzo Mitchell's <laughs> supervisor was skeptical skeptical of their explanation and checked the in-car recording system, commonly known as the dash cam, uh, which revealed the two cars heard the call and the two had heard the call and chose to go elsewhere as they didn't want to help. Supervisor reported the incident, which opened a formal investigation. According to court filings, the extensive review of the in-car video revealed that shortly after leaving the scene of the robbery, the two officers could be heard discussing Pokemon Go 
including a Snorlax that had appeared and the best route to intercept and catch it. For approximately the next 20 minutes, the in-car video can capture petitioners discussing Pokemon as they drove to different locations where the virtual creatures appeared, uh, apparently appeared in their mobile phones. When confronted, the officers denied they were playing Pokemon Go and said they were just having a conversation. They tried to appeal on the grounds that the in-vehicle recordings were not meant to be used to monitor officers' private conversations, but the judge ruled out the premise was flawed and denied the appeal. There you go, Beards. <laughs> we got two cops playing Pokemon Go, did not want to go help their fellow police officers. They wanted to, c- to catch a Snorlax <laughs> or a Pikachu over an actual burglar. Burglar. Um, Herb says, how are you going to go home and tell your wife you got fired for that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I had no clue. <laughs> gotta catch them all. That's all I gotta say. I had no clue. Be sure laugh. What's your thoughts on this, man? Oh, it's great, this man. Is a like, def- this, is, this is a different what the fuck. So go ahead. You really got. You really got to catch them all, right? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm sorry. You the fact that they they ignored they ignored a robbery in progress. The track and catch a digital a digital monster. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this is, um, and taxpayers, this is where your money goes into. This is, uh, when they say that they want to, like, push more funds into the police, the police department. <laughs> this is what you find officers got to do. <laughs> I guess Pokemon lives matter too, right? Yeah. Instead of blue lives, there'll be Pokemon lives. There you go. Holy oh, shit, Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> All right, real quickly. Uh, All right, I'm going to say this. I don't know if 2017 was the year that Pokemon Go was. It was the big year that Pokemon Go. But I remember when Pokemon Go, it was everywhere. Even my wife. I remember me and my wife would literally be driving to different areas like Wawa's, McDonald's. We, we literally was take the, we were at nighttime, we would put our dog in the car and we would drive around at night for like two hours to different places and catch Pokemon. So I understand, I understand the addiction of this cops <laughs> in terms of it. But let's be honest, you're, 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 you're working for the fucking state, you're in uniform, Put down the phone. Stop trying to catch them, man. If you're on break, that's one thing. But if you're getting calls, man, how are you going to ignore fucking calls? Well, it, it doesn't they, make any sense, they, man. They're Snorlax, man. A fucking Snorlax. They, they, they had to do it. Yeah, man, like, for those who don't know, <laughs> certain Pokemon only show up in certain areas at certain times. So, like, if you want, like, like if you, let's say you want a Pikachu, right? Most famous one. It may show up in one area in your town. And it may only show up like four o'clock in this one area, and you gotta try to catch it literally at that time. That's just the way it works. And so I, I understand. Like I said, I understand the pain of uh, trying to uh, collect them. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, man. I could you imagine, man, them being in the fucking shootout? 
and then he gets a beat and he's like, there's a snore in the air. He puts down his gun and just walks away. All the other cops are this shootout just so he can try to catch a gang guard or some shit. Oh, Which, where are you going? <laughs> Where's Snorlax on the other street? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Shit, man. Dude, man. Mm. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, Oof. my fucking goodness. Beards, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for the show, man. Fun show, man. Fun Word. show. Why don't you tell the uh, wonderful people out there um, where they can find you? And your recommendation for the week. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Scorpio Report and um, or Bitsake. That's B-I-T-S-A-K-E. Uh, typing either one will get you to my uh, Twitter handle. You can find me on Instagram at Bitsake. Once again, that is B-I-T-S-A-K-E. My recommendation this week is The Immortal Hulk. Finally ended its run. It's... Um, it's a 50-issue run, and it's one of the best Hulk stories I've ever read. Um, hands down, like, uh, like the the journey, like, basically they take uh, the Incredible Hulk and they put it in a, uh, it's a very mature story, but it turns him into a horror character. And when I tell you that it's like a, a mind ride and it deals with religion, like uh, faith, like bad families, like the whole nine, it's one of the... It's one of the best comic book stories out there, and I recommend that you give it a, give it a shot. The ending I'm a little um, the ending I'm a little iffy on. I would I wish it had ended differently, but that whole forty nine issues all the way up to the end, love the death out of it. So yeah, I recommend. Awesome, awesome. My name is Khan. You can find me at Mobies M O E B E E S on Twitter M O E B E S on Twitter. Uh, my recommendation for the week, I want to say before I forget it, is an older movie that came out in 2017 that I finally got a chance to watch um, in our Discord, where we have movie night every Sunday. That's right, join our Discord, movie night every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Lucky Logan, which is a wonderful cast of um, act, wonderful actors. Um, it's basically, you can say, <laughs> I hate to use the term, but it's, yeah, it's like Ocean's Eleven redneck edition uh, <laughs> um but um it was overall it was a fun movie very fun awesome cast of characters i enjoyed it immensely um i think everybody did an excellent job and uh definitely if you have hulu you can watch it free on hulu right now um definitely go check it out lucky logan and uh as always remember folks we record every friday here 10 p.m eastern on twitch.tv slash arngm you're on twitch.tv slash ARNGM, 10 p.m. Eastern, shoot the shit. Come be part of the conversation. Mr. Beers, before we go, do you got any FUs you did not give out any last week? I'm sure you got to have a couple of this week. Any FUs for anybody? I actually don't. You, you're a disappointment. <laughs> no, no fuck use this week. Okay, so no FUs. And, um, wow, not even to cinema... And her horrible um, speech. I would have thought that you were going to give something, but okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about her. Yeah, I bet you did. Everybody no. does. <laughs> um, a big fuck you to anybody right now, mainly the GOP. Uh, I mean, anybody who wants to uh, limit, basically, voter rights. Um, big fuck you to them. 
And right now, fuck you to all the Democrats who aren't pushing through the filibuster to get rid and actually restore voting rights to the people who need it. Uh, that's as yep. simple as I go. Big fat fuck you. Uh, do your job. Yeah, do your job. I mean, why? history shows that the filibuster is only used against really black people and their rights. It's never used against anything meaningful, right? Um, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, uh, we need to put in money for BS. Where's the filibuster there? Where's the, you know, 60 votes there? No one cares. Uh, oh, black people voting? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. We need 60 votes. We need 60 votes. And then, you know, the GOP are all going to vote now. So, fuck you. Fuck them. Uh, thank you, GNS. Um, GNS says, oh, I'm sorry. Irv says, peace, fellas. Good show. Peace, uh, GNS. I'm sorry I solved that. Uh, thank you, Irv. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for the follow, man. I appreciate you mm -hmm. and your time being here. Uh, remember, folks, um, we are here every Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern, here on twitch.tv slash ARNGM. Remember, shoot the shit. Do not Don't be it. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Peace. And Mega, thank you very much for that 24 months, man. That's a blessing. I appreciate you. Peace out, everybody. Peace.